Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Five at the Back podcast. Today, we're bringing you a bit of a shorter form episode. We're bringing you a speed episode on Arsenal Football Club. This is a little series we're going to start doing. Originally, we're going to go with all 20 Premier League clubs, but we might branch out into other leagues if it goes well. Exactly. I think, let's get straight into it. Let's go. Arsenal are one of the most historic clubs in, in not, not, not Premier League, English, English, English football history. history. Wow. Cre- uh, they had their first ever league game in 1893. They won the FA Cup in 1930. They've had glorious years in the English Football League. But that's all that's pre-Premier League. When the Premier League claim, they were one of the big boys. They were minimum top four club every single season until 1996 when the man Arsene Wenger joined. What manager he was. What a job he did at Arsenal. There was a period in time where he knew every season it was going to be Arsenal or Man United winning the league. Exactly. It was just that rivalry, Wenger versus Sir Alex Ferguson. Well, I mean, to take over a club for 22 years, he played in three separate decades. That's amazing. That is crazy. Okay, Wenger took them to new heights as a club. Invincible seasons, okay? They went on a 49-game unbeaten run. What a historic club. He won, well, with Arsenal, he won three Premier League titles, seven FA Cups and seven Community Shields. He did an incredible job with the club, didn't he? He was brilliant. But what's gone wrong? Unai Emery's come in. He didn't do a great job. You know, at the start, people were confident in him. People trusted him, but... He didn't quite do... He didn't, he didn't quite take them to the heights that they wanted. Yeah. Arteta came in after that re- quite recently, really. And he's had quite a lot of hype going behind him. But is the hype justified, Ben? I don't think it is, personally. I don't think that Arteta's the right man to lead Arsenal forward. I think Arsenal needed an experienced head who could rejuvenate their squad and push them forward to qualify for that Champions League space. But Arteta's young. This is his first proper job in management. Yes, he was assistant to the legendary Pep Guardiola. But that's not enough to qualify him for such a big job. You see, I think I disagree with you there a bit, Ben. I mean, Arsenal, as soon as Arteta came in, they've they've been pretty solid, you know. They've been up there with a much more Arsenal-esque side, you know. We've seen them winning bigger games. I'm pretty sure they won one of their first top six six clashes recently. They did, they did. And they did win the FA Cup last season, but... So far this year, it hasn't quite worked for Unai Emery. He's gone with a, a sort of 3-4-3 fluid system um, where he's playing He's playing Kieran Tierney in a back three. And Kieran Tierney, he's a left-back, he's an attacking left-back. He doesn't have mm. enough physicality to play at centre-back. I really agree with you there. You know, the, the young Scottish lad, he's a brilliant left-back. But he doesn't, he doesn't fit the Premier League in a centre-back role. He's one of the best left-backs in the league, one would argue. You know, second best Scottish left back in the yeah. world. I mean, come on, he's not a centre back. Let's be honest. He's not. I think to go forwards, Emery needs to. He needs to move into a back four, and that that would give Bukayo Saka the freedom to go forwards as well, so he doesn't have to play in that left wing back kind of role. And also, it would give somebody an opportunity to partner Gabriel in that defence, whether it be Rob Holding, whether it be David Luiz, whether it be William Saliba. Whoever it is, it will give them that opportunity to kind of work in a back two or a back four and they could thrive. Yeah, although you have to really ask yourself, you know, is Arteta getting the best out of the players 
You know, you look at quality players like Lacazette, who's come under so much stick recently. You know, he's being compared to Firmino, that sort of thing. He can't hit the back of the net, you know. Is he doing enough? Well, and even someone like Aubameyang. Aubameyang is one of the best strikers in world football. Mm-hmm. And, yet, and yet he's been played on the left wing. So what changes have to be made, you know? Me and Ben have identified two crucial positions yeah. that we think Arsenal need to improve as soon as possible. You know, these being the centre attacking midfield role that Meza Ozil occupied for years. The number 10 kind of creative playmaker in the middle. And then also we think they need a left winger so that um, Arteta can move Aubameyang into the middle where he can thrive. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think I think there's a lot of issues with the way Arsenal play right now. I don't think they fit the 3-4-3, but we're going to do it consistently sticking to Arteta's 3-4-3. We are, we are. We're going to assume that he's going to stick with that 3-4-3 and we're going to bring players in. Somebody who can partner Thomas Partey in midfield and provide that creative spark mm-hmm. and somebody who can go onto that left wing so that Aubameyang can move into the middle. Because with that stronger defence, I really feel like Arsenal's midfield has a chance to become much more free-flowing. You know, you've got Thomas Partey, a brilliant box-to-box midfielder. He has an absolutely brilliant work rate. He always does the job. But he needs that creative spark, that Meza Ozil... To, to stand alongside him to work hard and clearly Mesut Ozil can't fill those boots right now he's not even in the Premier League squad this season is he? yeah I know something's clearly gone on behind the scenes I mean it's been pretty public from when we're from where we're standing but you know Ozil can't do that job anymore and we've got a couple people lined up that we think Arsenal can bring in that could be realistic for that sort of job for each, for each position we've come up with three players at different price points a cheap player an uh, expensive player and somebody kind of in the middle um, so should we go straight into it? I think we should we'll start with that attacking midfield role and the first player we've come up with the cheaper idea we came up with Todd Cantwell so obviously he was relegated with Norwich last season and there were lots of people linking him with the move to Liverpool and he actually played quite well even though Norwich were dreadful last season he got 7 goals and 2 assists in a side where there wasn't much creativity and there weren't many true goal scorers, um, particularly after Timu Puki kind of stopped scoring. So I think he would be a realistic, cheap option, a budget option for Arteta to move into the midfield. And if needed, he could also uh, move out onto the left-hand side if there were injuries. Mm-hmm. I think I think Todd Cantwell is a brilliant choice for this Arsenal side. He really does seem to fit the system. And I think he'd get on with some of the England boys. You know, you've got Saka, Saka. got Maitland-Niles. I think, I think he could be quite a good addition. I agree. But... I have chosen a bit of an outside pick for our medium range option. You know, he's not the youngest. You know, he might, he might, he may be a little bit too, you know, flairish for the Premier League system. But I've gone with Isco, okay, from Real Madrid. You may be thinking, you know, he's going to be expensive now, but really, I don't think he won't be. He hasn't been doing it for Real Madrid in the past couple of seasons. He's not been starting. He's not been, you know, not been doing too well. I really think Arteta can get the best out of him. You know, the Spanish lad. In his in his prime season, 17-18, 9 goals, 10 assists. 16-17, even better. 11 goals, 9 assists. He is really a quality player and it's a waste to watch him shrivel away on the Real Madrid bench. You mentioned there about Price of Isco and I think, obviously, he's a class player and he's been, he's been off the mark for the last few seasons and he needs that move away. And I think we've seen with Real Madrid in the past that if players just aren't playing, 
they'll let them go for cheap just to get the wages off the books. You saw it with James Rodriguez. You saw it with Gareth Bale. Hamas mm-hmm. Rodriguez has come in at Everton. He's been brilliant. He's been amazing. And I think, similar to Isco. I think Isco could do the same. Yep. Big, hyped-up youngster. Didn't do, didn't do amazingly at Real Madrid. Had some good seasons. Come to the Premier League, smashing it. I think Isco can really be similar to James Rodriguez's role in that Everton side. I agree. Now, for the expensive pick... It's someone that Arsenal were linked with a lot over the summer and just didn't quite get the deal over the line. It's Hassem Aouar out of Lyon. See, last season he got nine goals and ten assists for Lyon. Um, he's an incredible player. And it's obvious that Arteta wants him. It's obvious that the club have seen him, identified him as a target. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he moves to Arsenal next summer if they can get that European place. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you there. I mean, Hussam Aouar... What a player. It was a shame that he didn't move from France. They did get Thomas Partey, but I do think he'd be a great addition to that side. And I'm pretty sure his agents have got some connection to Arsenal now, you know. They yeah. know they know what he wants. They can give it to him if they're just putting that effort. They've obviously got his phone number, and I think he could be the man to revitalise that Arsenal midfield. Exactly. They really do need that creative spark. Anyway, now, instead of a more creative creative player, we've we've decided to go for a direct attacking left winger this is someone who could come into the side and allow Aubameyang to move into the middle where he plays best exactly you know I feel like Aubameyang he's not been doing too great so far this season he's been a lot of people's fancy sides and not been getting too many points and I really do feel like he can he can do much better in that striker role you know playing on left wing is just a waste so I've gone for my budget option I've gone for Ismaila Saar of relegated Watford. He was brilliant last season at Watford. He shone like a bright star, you know. Five goals, six assists is nothing to be snuffed at a relegated side. Including that hat-trick against Liverpool, which ended their unbeaten season. It was brilliant, you know. And Liverpool actually wanted him. You know, if he's good, If he's good enough for Liverpool, I really do think he can be good enough for Arsenal. I think... Those five goals, six assists, don't don't properly show the talent that this man has, all right? In France, in his last season there, 13 goals, 11 assists. That is crazy. For a player, you know, of Ismail Assar's age, you know, his, his, the clubs he's played at, he really should get that big move soon. And he's too good for the championship, and they could get him on a cheap. I agree. I think he would be a good choice for Arsenal. Although he prefers to play on the right, he can easily play on the left. He has played on the left for Watford. He did play for the, on the left for Rennes in France. And I think he'd be great. Mm-hmm. Now, I've gone with someone who, for my medium option, I've gone with someone who has been playing in the Eredivisie for the last few years. A Brazilian man by the name of David Neres. Now, we've seen players from the Eredivisie come into big leagues and play amazingly well. Players such as Hakim Ziyech going to Chelsea, Frankie de Jong going to Barcelona, De Ligt going to Juventus. And that... That um, that uh, Ajax team a few years ago who got to the Champions League semi-finals, a lot of it's been torn apart, but David Neres has actually stayed in Amsterdam. So last year, he got six goals and two assists. But we have to remember that the Eredivisie was cut short last season due to the coronavirus pandemic. So I went and looked at the season before in that amazing Ajax team, and he got 12 goals and 15 assists. Now, these are incredible numbers for such a player, and I just can't understand why he hasn't moved to a bigger club yet. Mm, I completely agree with you there. David Neres is a quality player. I do think they could get him on the cheap. You know, if you look at Hakim Ziyech to Chelsea, my club, thirty-three million for Ziyech is a bargain. 
And I think, you know, Ajax, they've they've had their Champions League run. They're happy to let a few of these players drift off, as we saw with Onana over the summer. He Ajax were happy. He was like, they have to, to let him go. Him. He didn't they, leave in the end. but they said, they said to him, in that season where De Jong and De Ligt left, they said to him, you stay for another season, we'll let you go for a fair price next season. We, we'd just like you to stay here. Onana obliged, and I feel like... You know, he didn't go in the end, but I do feel like it could be a similar situation with David Neres. You know, I think Ajax can understand that he he does deserve a bigger move to a bigger club, and they won't let him go. I agree. I agree. So, do you want to explain the expensive option, the big man? The big man himself, Kingsley Cole. What a player! What a player! The amount of trophies that this man has won, the experience that he's had at the age of twenty-four—that is crazy. He's such a player. He's a real talent. I, th- I think he's been wasted at Bayern Munich. He's not getting the, the game time that he deserves. You know, played at clubs like PSG, Juventus. He's a serial winner. He's a serial winner. He can't stop getting trophies. And I think he's, his game time's going to go down this season a lot with the arrival of Leroy Sané on that left-hand side. Exactly. They also have Ivan Perisic. Um, and obviously, over the summer, he was linked with Man United. He seemed keen to come to the Premier League. And the move to United didn't quite work out. But maybe Arsenal's the right club for him. Yeah, exactly. In a season where, you know, he was he wasn't a particularly starting player. Yeah, you know, he did he did play a lot of games, but he he was subbed off in a lot of those. You know, he wasn't playing all the minutes that he could have. Eight goals, seven assists is nothing to snuff at. This man is twenty four years of age. To win all those trophies is insane. I have no doubt whatsoever that he will do a similar thing at Arsenal. You know, he can bring that sort of success to Arsenal. I agree. I think he's got that winning mentality. And maybe that's what the squad needs because, yes, they did win the FA Cup. But if you look through the squad, there's not many players there that have won lots of trophies. I think David Luiz is the most experienced winner in that squad. And maybe they need someone like that who has won all of this and can bring that mentality to the team. Mm. And he's not he's only twenty four years of age. That's incredible. You know? He's been around for ages. He really does have a lot of experience for his age. And I feel like he can add so much to that Arsenal attack. You know, the pace of him and Aubameyang will frighten Premier League defences. You know, it's really a scary thing coming up against an Arsenal side with these two with these with these selection of players in it. And I do feel like, you know, Arsenal, they're probably not going to sign Kingsley Coman and you know, Ben's expensive option for the centre attack midfield. As an hour. Yeah, being hour. You know, I really do feel like Arsenal have got to look at their club. They've got to think, we really need to invest in this. Because it would be such a shame to see a club like Arsenal finishing 7th, 8th every season. Because they are better than that. And they will get back to those glory days. I agree. I think Arsenal spent poorly in recent seasons. And unless they sell some players, they might not be able to afford these kind of calibre of players that they want and that they need. Exactly. They might not have that pull, that pull factor anymore. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, I think that's about that. Do you not? I think so. Um, we'll see you next time with yeah. Aston Villa. Bye Thank bye. you for listening.